it's Sunday. May... Wow. What, what is today? Where are we at? May 12th, 2019. Who are I'm you? I'm Albert Muller. And this is the briefing. <laughs> Welcome to Simple Theology. A daily analysis of news events yes. for Christian worldview. Welcome to Simple are Theology. Are we going to get like sued for that? No, but that works for him. I figure if he gets a lot of listeners uh, doing that intro, maybe it can help with us. Yeah, we kind of botched it. So. I totally did. Yeah. This is Simple Theology. As you can tell, we are not the briefing, and I am Robert Kane, not Albert Muller. Close. Not even. You're the soon-to-be Al... Not even remotely okay. close. Anyway, he is but Robert Kane. Me. He is not Al Muller, but he has been trained at Al Muller's Institute. Mm, it's not Al's. Uh, he is the chancellor, president. President is chancellor. Are chancellor and president synonymous uh, terms? I think so. it can be. Oh, wow. Of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Look at me, not even realizing there that. There you go. Uh, my name is Rick Romlick, and welcome again to Simple Theology. You're Rick Romlick, lead planter of Proclamation Church in Mount Vernon, Ohio. Booming metropolis of Mount Vernon. Mm, dude, Mount Vernon is doing big things. Dude, we got Dunkin' Donuts is opening up in a, like a month or less. In a month or less? Yeah. I drove past that thing. I think did not look like it was going to be ready in a month. Dude. Oh, yeah. They're like doing all They're the going to get people finishing. in there. You're, they're going to be trained. They're going to be ready to go within a month. They probably will have like everything done in like a week or two. That's impressive. I drove past it, I feel like, less than a week ago. Yeah. When I was, when I was putting yeah, those yeah, signs yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And it was... They're doing I all the inside work. I didn't almost. think they even had the siding up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe they They're did. finishing it up. Trust me. That stuff goes quick, baby. Mm. One month, we'll have a Dunkin' Donuts in the big city. Dude. Mount Vernon. But it's no what. longer Dunkin' Donuts, I think. Isn't it just Dunkin'? I think it's just Dunkin'. Dunkin's. J- yeah. Is which it plural? Is kind of lame. Is it plural? Or um, singular? Is it Dunkin's? I think it's Dunkin's. Well, you know, I don't know. Is Dunkin' a name? Is it like Dunkin's? Like there's multiple of like... Or is, or is it, it like it a possessive? verb? I thought it was a verb, like Dunkin' Donuts, like you're dunking your donuts in your coffee. No, I thought it was a guy, his name was Duncan, and it's Dunkin's Donuts. I need to find out. <laughs> <laughs> how did oh, how listeners are loving this? D- Dunkin' Donuts get its name. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I think William I think Rosenberg opened Open Kettle in 1948, a restaurant selling donuts and coffee in Quincy, Massachusetts. That's why they're so popular in, on the East Coast. Massachusetts. But he changed the name in 1950 to Dunkin' Donuts after discussing with company executives. The restaurant was successful and Rosenberg sold franchises to others starting in 1955. Huh. But I do not know how it got its name outside of like or why they chose the name. But it used to be called Open Kettle. That makes sense. Does it? Yeah, a kettle of coffee. It's open. Who it's makes their coffee in a kettle? Bro, it was 1940-something. I'm just saying. They, they had like percolators back then. Yeah. Should have called it Open Perk. No. That's like Central Perk. <laughs> Central Perk. Way ahead of its time. I uh, know. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Um, how's hey, your week been, man? How How is the... Uh, sorry. Um, it's been a good week. I had to think about how my week went. It went well. Had had a, a weird revelation. I think I Marco Polo'd you this. Um, you got to share. So... I just feel like I've made it in life. I feel like I've finally arrived because I can say, hey, Google, play Simple Theology. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see. And it played it. Yeah, and yeah it, it did. played the last episode. And lo and behold, Google found our podcast. It was yeah. quite humbling. Yeah. Yeah, you know you've made it when Google finds you. Big week for me. When, when that and little you. no-name little search engine is just trying to make a name for itself 
finds you. The old googs. Pull it out. Attaboy. You know you've made it when Ask Jeeves finds you. Is that still around? I don't even know. Okay, look I'm that about up. I'm about to look again. <laughs> Ask.com. Because it used to be um, Ask Jeeves. It is still around. Ask.com is still around. There you go. Wow. That is do you guys remember? Do you remember um, Cha-Cha? Yes, I do remember that. Uh, Wasn't that the answer service? Is it two nine two two nine two or whatever? I think I, I don't know. But yeah. it's where you like. Yeah, I use that all the time with my old flip phone. Yeah, you texted a question and it went to someone, like yeah. a real person, and they looked, looked a, it up. A for buddy you. of mine actually uh, was like was a like, cha cha expert, so to speak, for a time being. So he would answer people's questions, and he he would just hop on Google, and find the answer. And now everyone's realized they can just do that. Well. Yeah, because they have smartphones. Mm-hmm. This is pre-smartphone era. Well, cha-cha. Anyway, anyway. Um, Anywho. Two questions. One, how is the... Are we... Like, what are we... We're, the whole... Um, what's it called? It wasn't a fundraiser that we did. Our giveaway? Was, our giveaway, yes. We already know that that didn't turn out the way we wanted. <laughs> I thought we were continuing on with... No? Yeah, you and I haven't had any conversations about it. We need to have ah, conversations about it. You want to talk right now? Not right now. Okay, we'll talk later. Yeah. How but was seriously, your, how was your week? We do want to we do want to do that giveaway. Yeah, giveaway. Yeah, 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 some yeah, good stuff. yeah. And and just so everyone knows, just so everyone knows, everyone who signed up and did all the stuff that we asked, mm-hmm. thank you for doing that. All of your entries have been saved. I put them in an Excel spreadsheet. Boom. Whenever we do a new one, you won't have to do anything, and you'll automatically get those Ro- entries. Rob's love language is spreadsheets. That's not true, dude. I get a lot of them for my work, and I get pretty sick of them. Rob's love language is a clean, tight spreadsheet. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah. Yeah. I get I get some messy ones how, from work. How was your week? Pretty good, man. Work was uh, work was fine, and just kind of got. By the way, hang. if anyone here in the Central Ohio area is looking for work, employment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's leave that for another 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 discussion. Will we get fired for that? No. I mean, we get fired. No, but this this isn't the format. Oh, this is simple it. theology. Oh yeah, that's right. I thought we were talking about. Rob's job. Yeah, we're not. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, Rick. 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 I'm right here. Cool. 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 What were we? What were we talking about earlier? We were talking about something. Ooh, today. Yeah. Um, Danielle drew the potential next tattoo that I want to get. On your arm. Yeah. Can I see it? It's I. No, you can't. I'm, no. I'm, I'm come on, on. I'm on two sleeves. Come on. Like, it's gonna, pull, no. It's way Listeners too difficult. Listeners want to hear. It's way too. No, here's no, what come it's on, gonna be. Come on. Oh, pull it up. <laughs> Come on, let's do it. It's lit. On air. I can't get it. Yes, you can, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Be something like that. There we go. Now that the blood's being cut off. Okay, turn. Turn. Okay, like okay. Right so you have the the, Rob's the Cairo. Tap. Yep. Yep. On my forearm, we get Chiro, like, so everything. <laughs> yeah, we get two bars, kind of going around. Okay. The rest of my forearm. What's that for? Just symbolize. design. What's it symbolize? No, nothing. It's just design, just a, so that it can okay. help help. Because I want to turn it into a sleeve. So it can oh, help, okay. help bring all that together. Cool, cool. Yeah. You think you'll re- regret that oh, when you get older? No, I don't. I bet you... What, hey, listeners, what's the oh. over-under that 15 years <laughs> Rob's going to regret this? What's the over-under that 15 years we're still going to be doing this podcast <laughs> so they can find out? Uh, we'll all know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think I'm going to like it. Yeah, I'm sure you will. In 15 years? And now, in 30 years? <laughs> the Lord gives me 30 years. I don't know. 40 years when it starts getting a little... Grandpa, what's that on your arm? <laughs> What's the disease on your arm? <laughs> no, I am not in any way anti-tattoos. Um, I just haven't found one that I like enough to put on my skin. For Do you want to talk about that story? Dude, we talked about this like three times on the podcast already. I'm just saying. There might be new listeners. You had one that you liked. 
years ago. Yeah. I had one, and I wanted to do a map of the whole world. No, that wasn't the yes, one. Yes, it was. An outline of the whole world. And it was going to have the, uh, the reference of the Great Commission. Mm, yeah. Matthew twenty eight eighteen through like 21. But I texted Rob, and I actually just texted him verse 19, which 18. says, All authority. I think it's 19. I'm looking at it right now. It's 18. I, I still don't know it then. <laughs> All authority on heaven and earth has been given to me. It's and, when Jesus comes to the disciples. And Rob has not let me forget that. I just think it would be amazing if you were on a mission trip, trying to spread the good news, and you they see this tattoo and they ask what it means, and you say it means that all authority on heaven has been yep, given to me. But I probably would I probably would have shared it the same way. I would have shared it the right way. <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyway, so since that I, I just don't have one, but I tell you what, the older I get, the less um, interested I am. For me, just yeah. like, which is fine. Well, Rick, you're just more mature than I am. Nah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm, I'm getting what you're saying. That's all. I'm picking up. I'm just smarter. <laughs> I'm just smarter, more mature, right, more if godly. if you have anyone listening left, uh, they probably came here because they want to hear about something yeah. related to simplicity and theological mm, probably. issues. So what are we talking about, Rick? What are we talking about? Well, it's hard for me to communicate that to you. Oh, yeah, I know. Right I now. know. Our show notes just are so inaccessible. Yeah, we don't have any. <laughs> but I see you're at the play on words there. Yeah. We're talking about Seven. God's yep. incommunicable attributes. So, what is, does incommunicable oh mean? Oh my goodness, it's crazy. Okay, so we're talking about God's incommunicable attributes, which means there must be communicable attributes. Mm. So now we have to figure out the difference. And so this falls under the heading of, well, of you, God's attributes. And so there's going to be. Just yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You're just okay. jumping ahead. Okay, yeah. hold on a second. Nice so to know the definition. under the broad Before category of God's attributes, <laughs> there's. <laughs> I'm too tired to record this. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Under God's attributes, there's God's communicable attributes and God's incommunicable attributes. Mm-hmm. So now what does that mean, yes, Rick? That's what I'm asking. So the attributes that are communicable are attributes that we also can have and share. And God's incommunicable attributes are attributes that we cannot have and we cannot share because they are unique to God. And so God doesn't share everything with us? Believe it or not, he does not. So the formal definition here Mm -hmm. is God's incommunicable attributes are those divine attributes that cannot be communicated, shared, by humanity. They are unique to God's nature and character. They're divine attributes. Mm, and come Rick, on. Rick, come on, Rob. We are not divine. Mm, are we a part of the divine? In Christ. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. But then do we get all the divine attributes? No. No, no. we do not. We are adopted in. Mm. We are not Yes. Divine. Okay. So what, Rick, what would be some verses that we would uh, talk about that would support some of these? Rob, I'm just so glad you asked that question. It just so happens I have some passages here. You want to talk into the mic? Yeah, yeah, sure. There um, you go. Uh, we, we got a little different uh, recording situation here, so the microphone's a little far. I apologize. No, the, the microphone's actually pretty close to you. You're just leaning back away from it. Th- that would mean it's not very close. Yeah. So, But it's not because the microphone's <laughs> too far away from you. What am I doing? What am I doing? Read those verses. What you got? What you got? Hear me now. First Chronicles seventeen, in verse twenty, it says, "Lord, there is none. There's no one like you, and there's no god beside you. As all, 
um, excuse me, besides you, as all we have heard confirms. Does that make sense? What I think mean? I read too far. No, it's good. Lord, there is no one like you. Yeah, that, no I mean, that's just right you. there. Yeah. So in this passage, it's, it's talking about, you know, David's prayer of thanksgiving to the Lord. And he's just reiterating what he has said sometimes throughout, even in the Psalms, that there is no one like God. He alone, um, he is alone. He's unique. He's set apart. Yeah, so if there's no one like God, then he probably has some attributes mm. that no one else has. And so we also read in Isaiah 55, 9, um, for as heaven is higher than earth, this is God speaking. So my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So he has attributes that he can't, or that he doesn't share, and he, his ways and his thoughts are also on a level that we will never be able to share or experience. Preach it, bro. Preach. Yeah. Keep so going. Keep Jer- going. Jeremiah 10, picking it up in verse 6. Lord, there is no one like you. You are great. Your name is great in power. Who should not fear you? King of the nations, is it what you is? I'm like struggling. Read the text here. Come on. I gotta move my computer over. Um, (laughs) Rob's laughing because I'm like holding it up for me. This uh, you getting older and having less of a desire for tattoos (laughs) means you should have more of a desire for some glasses so you can read the text. (laughs) I have. I just don't wear them. Uh, We can tell. Yeah. Verse seven. Who should not fear you? king of the nations it is it is what you deserve for among all the wise people of the nations among all their kingdoms there is no one like you well done well done Whew. still no one like god yep isaiah 40 verse 18 with whom will you compare god what likeness will you set up for comparison with him mm. nothing you can't compare anything cool keep going keep going I was going to say something. Is but this, I is this a to. race? Yeah, we're just trying to get through these. Get, yeah. Rush through what the scripture says. We don't want to rush through scripture. And let us get what we have to say. <laughs> <laughs> we want to get through all of them. <laughs> There's like a list here. Oh, okay. Psalm 145. Hold on. Just three, three, side five. note. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you ever you ever like sit in a sermon and somebody's preaching and they're just like reading scripture, just super dull as if they're like trying to just get through it before they can get to what they're saying? Oh, yeah. That just drives me nuts. And I'm sure I've done it in the past. Like, I'm not saying that I never do that. But I'm sitting there and I'm listening. And I'm like, man, this guy is preaching out of the text, but he doesn't even sound excited about the text. Mm. So if you're out there preaching, get excited about the text. Oh, get excited about the text. Yeah, here we go. Go. Psalm 145, 3 through 5. The Lord is great and mighty and is highly praised. His greatness is unsearchable. One generation will declare your works to the next and will proclaim your mighty acts. I will speak of your splendor and glorious majesty and your wondrous works. Mm. Mm. All right, and last one, Psalm 102, 25 through 27. Long ago you established the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will endure. That's one of God's incommunicable attributes that we'll get into. All of them will wear out like clothing. You will change them like a garment, and they will pass away. But you are the same, and your years will never end. So right there, that particular verse really brings out what's called the immutability of God. And so saying that he is impervious to change or he does not change. Mm. He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So, and and what we're saying with that, because I can 
hear an objection when people say, well, what about when God changed his mind? Like he was going to destroy Nineveh and he decided against it. So he clearly changed. Well, the immutability of God, and we could probably do an episode on this. We we say this several times, but you could say a lot about the immutability of God. But what it says is that God's character, God's response, who God is doesn't change. So his response to something like repentance is always going to be the same. And so when the uh, the city of Nineveh, was it the city or nation? I'm blanking on that. Nineveh city. city? Okay. I mean, it, was a, it was a nation, but the city of Nineveh. Okay, so when the city of Nineveh Huge city. is acting in rebellion against God, he says, I'm going to destroy you. Like, when, when you go in rebellion against me, like, the response to rebellion against God is that you are going to lose that battle, and God is going to be glorified in the process. But then when they repent, God says, I'm going to show mercy. I'm going to extend forgiveness because my response to repentance is always mercy and forgiveness. And so God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Preach. That is his immutability. Something else to think about this is not in the show notes, but— Think about um, it. Let's think about it. Yeah. So I think a lot of people just think that we, um, you know, we just think like we, we think more highly of ourselves than we should. No. And, yep. Stop nope, it. Trust me. There's a few people out there. Uh, I've come across. I, I don't believe twice it. In my life. I'm serious. They, they just. You can say whatever you want. This is partly your show. But they I don't believe it. think a lot of themselves. No, but people do. And, and people want to argue with God. It's one thing to wrestle with God and, and one just sub- submit to his authority and trust him but it's another thing to blatantly question him or to um i don't know it gets confusing how much of that is right or wrong you see in the in the story of job where he was fully faithful to the lord and and righteous before the lord and yet he questioned what the lord did and then yeah. in job 38 the lord it says he speaks of the whirlwind it says where were you when i laid the foundation of the earth Tell me if you have understanding. Hmm. Mic drop moment by God. Yeah, it's like, where were you? Where were you? Where, where were you when I laid the foundations? And he goes to this whole chapter laying out just all the things that he's done. I mean, just the natural creations, all these things. Um, and he's like more or less sarcastically saying, all right, you, you, you want to argue with me about why this happened or why that happened or, or who has this, you know, why they have a better job and why you don't and why they, their spouse is better or, you know, whatever. Where were you? Yeah, you know, and so it's this idea that uh, he's God, yeah. like he is God, and so there's naturally going to be these elements um, of who he is that we don't share with him, because we will never lay foundations of the earth. Sorry, newsflash: we're not a Mormon. <laughs> okay, yeah, we don't become God. Yeah. We are not um, gods. We, we will never become G-O-Ds. gods. There's a difference between the creator and the creation, yes. and there always will be that distinction. Exactly. And there has to be that ex- distinction for that our extinction. good. That extinction. What I said? No, you said distinction, but you almost said extinction. That extinct. Well, we will be extinct if we start goofing around on this one. Mm, don't mm. goof around, y'all. Don't. Distinction get in line. without extinction. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, we have to understand he's God. It doesn't mean we don't search after him or we don't desire to know more um, about who he is. Yeah, and it also doesn't mean that we're we're not honest with him. Like if we right, genuinely don't understand what yeah. he's doing there, you can cry out like the psalmist does and, and say, Lord, what what are you doing here? I yeah. don't know. Like, help me understand. I'm upset. Like, there's nothing wrong with you being honest mm-hmm. with God. Uh, but Absolutely. there is that there is that line. Yeah. 
I'm with you, man. I think people s- struggle with that a lot because we're selfish. Mm. We doubt God and we're fearful. And we feel like if I can't have some control in this, if I can't have a say in it, then it's not fair. And if God's all-powerful, omnipotent, then we we struggle with that. We we like it when things are going well. Yeah. You know, we we share it with people. Oh, my God is great. He's powerful. He's majestic. And we share that with people, and we love it. But then there's seasons in our life when we think, oh, I should have full access to these things, you know, or, or I should have, you know, a better understanding. Um, this should be more about my glory. This should be more about me. Um, rather than for God. Yeah, so let's go through the list. Let's talk about some of those immutable, or immutable, Those that's one of the things, those incommunicable attributes of God. So what are some things mm-hmm. that God has in himself, in his character, in his nature, that are not communicated or shared with his creation? Yeah, so one thing, as I, I just said, his glory. I mean, um, he invites us to see that and to experience some of it in a way but it is not our glory it is his glory and we need not get that confused yeah what's the verse where god talks about not sharing his glory with another mm, for i'm god and i don't share my glory with yeah another. it's in isaiah, isaiah. yeah <gasps> we were talking about it in a previous episode isaiah 42 8 yeah so i mean he does not share his glory with another and we were talking about it in the episode with where we were talking about jesus being divine because yeah. Jesus talks about how, like, Father, glorify me with the same glory that I had with you, that I shared with you before the foundation of the world. So God sharing his mm-hmm. glory yeah. with one. Jesus shows that Jesus is yes. divine because yeah. his glory is an incommunicable attribute. He right. does not share it with anybody. So, okay, <clears throat> it's God's glory. Another one is God's immutability, which we already talked about. His, yeah. um, It says his imperviousness to change. So he you know, will he, never change. He don't change. He don't change, y'all. Yesterday, today, or tomorrow. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, God's omnipotence. He's all-powerful. Um, and, again, that's one of those things we love, but we can also struggle with that. But he does not share that with anyone else. Yeah, yeah. He, his omnipresence, mm-hmm. he is everywhere. There he is go. everywhere at all times. Yeah, and he's eternal. And he's always been. This is one of the things you think about it too hard. It's going to hurt your your brain. Um, but he's never. He never. He's outside of time and space. He's always been. Yeah. So eternal. so. I mean, we will live on for the rest of eternity, as yes, as creations by God. Yep. But we have not. We have not existed for all of eternity. Correct. Because I came into existence mm-hmm. in ninety two. 92. Rob, you, were you 91 or 90? Such a young kiddo. No, I'm, I know, just right? I'm no. 90. Okay, so yeah. So, like, we clearly did not exist before the 90s. Mm-hmm. We were 90s kids. It'll be, it'll be 10 years this month since I graduated high school. It's weird. That is wild. Sobering. All right, yeah. So. Rick's old and doesn't want any tattoos, <laughs> <laughs> but he needs glasses. He needs to start wearing I'm his turning glasses. Turning into my father. It's a good thing, I think. Never knew my father. <laughs> <laughs> he never knew his father. <laughs> what is that? Is that Finding Nemo? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my. It's uh, Bruce the shark. All right. Uh, yeah, he's he's eternal. Another one is God is omniscient. Um, he's um, he's all-knowing. He knows all things. Mm-hmm. And, again, that's one of the things we can, we can say. We confess that we believe, but then our actions 
would indicate that we don't because we hide our sin from other people, but yet we don't hide it from the Lord because, well, He knows all. And so we're more, are we more concerned with other people, what other people think about us than we are what God mm-hmm. is viewing? Um, but yeah, He's all-knowing. Yeah, and then God's self-existence, this mm-hmm. points to His independence, so He doesn't need any other being or anything else to exist. He can exist in and of Himself, and He isn't dependent on oxygen. He isn't dependent on food and water. He isn't dependent on uh, shelter from the elements of weather. If, yeah. if we went out and we tried to live outside without any shelter, I mean, we would, who is it? Is it Pavlov or somebody? I don't know. Somebody came up with like the five levels of things necessary for oh, survival. Hierarchy of needs. Yeah, hierarchy of needs. That's what it was. Uh, it's not Pavlov. Pavlov's the drooling dog, right? Yeah. 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 Um, but regardless, God doesn't, that doesn't apply to God in any way. Mm-hmm. God does not need anything to exist. Yes. He, in, he exists in himself. Yeah. Um, God's spirituality, it reveals his nature as non-physical, that he is, out t- like I said, out t- outside of time and space, but also physical, dwelling. He is spiritual. Yeah. Um, God's unity points mm-hmm. to the biblical teaching that God is, he's one. Now, what about the Trinity? The Trinity is three, right? Come yeah. on, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick, that's modalism, Patrick. I'm going to stop you right there, Patrick. I'm going to stab you in the face, Patrick. (laughs) Pause this episode. (laughs) Go to YouTube and look up. We already encouraged people to do this. Lutheran satire. Oh, man, so good. um, St. Patrick, bad Trinity analogies. Yeah, uh, it's good. Those will keep you entertained for a while. Yeah, and they're good theology. It is, it is. So, yes, the Trinity, God, is three persons in one essence so there's one god but within the godhead there are three persons father son and holy spirit but god is unified yes which which just feeds the next point that god um god's simplicity reveals that god is not made up of various parts or dysfunction he's very simple hmm. he's simply god yeah and then the Deuteron- last Deuteronomy 6 1 yeah and then the last one so god's right. infinity um, is his quality of being unlimited by time or space or anything. And so um, God is not limited by the confines of Earth or the confines of the Milky Way or the confines of our galaxy or the universe. God is outside of all of those things. He is unlimited. Boom. Boom. Yeah. And Jeremiah 6, 4. Correction there. Oh, yeah. Thanks for thanks for correcting that. Yeah. Listeners, we're going to jump all over that. Dude, I, I can just hear them just typing up the emails mm-hmm. right now. Heretic doesn't know his Bible. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, I was thinking about it. We, we really covered ourselves by calling this thing simple theology. <laughs> anyone, anyone <laughs> criticizes us for that? Whoa, 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 whoa. Simple, simple theology. <laughs> Take it easy. It's above our pay grade. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thankfully, we haven't had to do that. But if it comes, we've got we've got our excuse in our back pocket. Cool. cool. So, Rick, let's talk about the let's talk about our head hard hands. Yeah. As we approach thirty minutes here. So, with regards to our head, thinking yeah. about God's incommunicable attributes, you yeah. can you can throw some things out, but I'm thinking that <clears throat> it makes me confident and encourages me that God is not like me, because, Correct. and I could say the same thing in the other way that that God is like me, but it's nice to know that He's not just like me, if that makes sense. So we yes. can do we'll do another episode on God's communicable attributes, and those are encouraging because we know that God can relate to us. However, if it was just someone who could relate to me because he's just like me, mm-hmm. 
then I would be hesitant to call him God. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he is different than me and that he is all the things that I can't be, yes, that's encouraging. Absolutely. Yeah, I think just the understanding, the basic understanding that there are attributes of God that make it, really make him God. And, and those are separate from us, and he doesn't share those with us. Yeah, he invites us to um, see those and to magnify him for those things, but we do not share in those attributes. That's a good thing to know. Yeah, yeah. So heart. Yeah. So I think one of the things is we talk about our heart for the Lord, not just our, our understanding, but our heart for Him, and how we carry out our day. It should, as you, and you mentioned, this create great. Um, gratitude in our heart, but also peace. Saying like, "Hey, God is omniscient. Yes. He is omnipotent. Mm-hmm. He's omnipresent. Like these things about God. Thank, literally, thank God. He's that way. Mm-hmm. Because if not, we're screwed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. so it should create this this love for Him and this gratitude from your heart to Him. Um, and it should also create some compassion on people around you. Saying, "Okay." They're not God. They're not, you know, yes. they don't know everything. They can't be everywhere. You know, don't hold people to a higher standard. Don't pl- give them a higher place in your heart. Don't deify humans. And we see this with pastors, especially, I mean, James McDonald falling, yeah. um, Bill Hybels. I mean, you know, these guys who everyone looks up to, has looked up to for years, and now they're crumbling. You know, don't, don't deify. Don't make them higher than they should be. They're just humans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> To the hands, Rob. Yeah, to the hands. So when, when I was thinking about it, because we did, we didn't prep head, heart, hands at all. So I'm just we're just kind of oh, shooting from the hip it, here. Baby, we just live but, it. But so while you while you're talking, I was trying to think of something. I thought, you know what? This should actually fuel our prayer life in the way that we pray. Like, mm, yeah. if if we believe that God is unchanging, then as we're reading the scriptures and we see these characteristics of God, then that should fuel our prayer life to know that this yeah. is how God responds. This is who God is. He hasn't changed. There, I mean, oftentimes people will say that it seems like God went through a big change from the Old Testament to the New. Yeah. Different God, different Testament. Yeah, uh, not the case. He was just yeah. showing who he is in different ways. And yeah. so, and his plan was always unfolding. Yes. And so, um, this the knowing his, char- his characteristics, his immu- incommunicable attributes, should affect the way that we Pray, knowing his immutability, his omnipotence, he's powerful over mm-hmm. all things. Yeah. You got a friend that that you're really hoping and praying that would come to the Lord. Mm-hmm. God is powerful over that. Yeah, yeah. I, and I was going to say to that, like our obedience. Mm-hmm. Like if we really believe he's God and and these are his attributes and he's walking with us and he's the Holy Spirit's in us, then that should give us great boldness and courage to step out in faith to to, to do hard things. Yeah, to trust him to show up and deliver. Yeah. You know, whether it's our personal needs or in evangelism and discipleship, I mean, we we got to trust him for these things. If we're saying this is who he is, then with our hands, we need to step out and live like it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, like, in the same vein as prayer, like, mm-hmm. it should fuel our praise. Like, I mean, if you if you think about the Acts paradigm when it comes to praying, you ever have you ever thought about that? Not, you're yeah. not talking about the book of Acts, you're talking no, about No, I'm talking the, about the acronym. Yeah. The, yeah. So A for adoration. Um, C for confession, T for thanksgiving, S for supplication. So, like, if you think about God's incommunicable attributes, these are things unique to God. And so as you think about, like, how can I adore God in my prayers? Like, you can start thanking him for the way that he is. You can you can thank him, you can praise him, you can give him worship for being something separate than what we can ever be. Yeah. So you can, you can feel that. Boom. Boom. So, Rick. 
So, Rob. Hmm. Anything else on here that you want to throw out? Um. So the the term is big. God's incommunicable attributes. Throw it into a conversation, y'all. You'll sound real <laughs> smart real quick. Watercolor convo. Hey, man. Uh, you, ever you ever thought about uh, God's incommunicable attributes? Hmm. Hmm. Just wondering. No, but but meditate on these. Think about these things. Um, to be honest, until I came across this idea when I was reading through uh, or reading a passage in Wayne Groom Systematic, I never thought about this idea. I mean, it's it's kind of self evident. Because I'm not all knowing. I don't. I'm. Not, you know. I don't have all these attributes that God has. Yeah. But I've never. I didn't think about it and really think. What's that mean? Like, what's that mean for me? What's that mean for the God I serve? And so I just encourage people to meditate on it. If you have questions, ask us. Yeah. yeah. You, you guys. You guys send in some good uh, requests. Um, we are working our way through them. Mm-hmm. So uh, keep sending them in. Yeah. Did Did we get a request um, that we haven't dealt with yet? I think. There, from, I think there are several. It's from Zach, Zachary <coughs> Murphy, I think, Saturday. We already talked about. Remember remember a couple of episodes ago you were saying what it was? Or you were you were saying who Zach is, and then I was going to say what the requests were, and you said, no, we shouldn't because I already said his full name and who he is. Oh. So now you're about to do that same thing that you chastised me for doing. Well, I haven't done it yet, but I'm <laughs> really thinking about it. Maybe next time. Tune in for the next episode. Um. Rick. Rick. Yeah. Hey, what? <laughs> Close sorry. us out. Oh, sorry. I was just trying to read these. Hey, thank you guys for listening. And uh, thank you for journeying with us in this podcast. This podcast journey. Uh, no, but we How many churches are named Journey? <laughs> I want to know. What's that? How many churches are named Journey? Too many. There's a lot. Not that that's a bad name. About if your church's name is Journey, that's fine. That that's fine. the name Redemption. Or Redeemer. Or Redeemer. Dude, in the Reformed tradition, tons. Please. I wanted, as a potential church planner, I wanted to name our church Redeemer, and then looked it up, and I'm like, holy moly, there's a lot. Exactly. So I decided against it. Hey, we appreciate you guys, though, and uh, appreciate you. Please leave suggestions, um, reviews, ratings. We appreciate all any, those things. If you have any questions. You can still go to audibletrial.com slash simpletheology. Help us out. Hook us up. Yep, and uh, always check us out at simpletheology.org. Simpletheology.org. Baby. Mm. Peace out. Peace.